Well, good morning, Heather. Thank you for bringing coffee this morning. It is good to be with you and have this coffee. Well, good. And also, welcome again to all of you Substack community. Uh, I hope you brought coffee as well. Uh, lots to talk about today, Heather. I mean, lots going on. Not all so positive. So much. Can we dive right in? Do you mind? Yeah. May we? Yeah. Okay. Sadly. Let's first talk about what the Supreme Court has been up to this week. This is pretty I, good I, to see. I, I, you're, you're, you're touching on the, my point of biggest outrage right now, and there are a lot of outrage points. But this Supreme Court, we knew it was going to be a radical right court. I mean, we, we knew it. I mean, every single person that went on that court, as they went on, uh, three Trump appointees, uh, they are as radical right as they come. And, uh, you know, notwithstanding all of their what they said in their hearings, I mean, this uh, this what they've said. I mean, this, uh, it, look at anything they've done. I mean, the gun ruling, uh, you know, they this this is supposed to be a court that is 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 sensitive to states' rights. Uh, you know, the the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution, leaving everything unenumerated to the states. Well, baloney. I mean, they're, they're saying that uh, the states can't even can't even have their own concealed firearm law. Uh, elevating the Second Amendment to a kind of, uh, you know, a, 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 a highest point that I can ever remember the Constitution uh, and the Supreme Court ever elevating uh, the Second Amendment. Clarence Thomas's opinion, by the way. Uh, I, yes. I, I just, what uh, is that? What is that? Tell us more about that. One of the most, the most extreme doing the opinion. Well, well he's uh, not only is he extreme, but the fact that he wrote it and he was assigned it by John Roberts indicates that John Roberts has basically lost all control over the court. I mean, in other words, what, what Roberts really, as the Chief Justice, his institutional interest, um, and in fact, the role, the responsibility of the Chief Justice is to make sure that the court doesn't lose legitimacy in the public's eye, that it doesn't just move too far from where the public is. And on all of these issues, uh, the court is way, way beyond, uh, far to the right of the public. And uh, and I think Roberts knows that. That's why he was starting to vote with the liberals, the so-called liberals on the court. Uh, but he can't control it anymore. It's, it's now right. beyond. And of course, so five of the nine Supreme Court justices appointed by GOP presidents who initially lost the popular vote. I mean, you've mentioned this before in many places. And then, I mean, this game that we do, if you don't want to call it a game, but this following the money. So the NRA spent 30 million to elect Trump. Trump appoints, you know, a third of the court, right? And we just, they just gave the NRA one of the biggest wins yet. I mean, money right now, where, and what is and, and the money support is, of is, the Republican Party? That's What's right. Follow the money. That's what we. That was the. That was the phrase that we all used after Watergate. Follow the money. Well, we never thought. I never thought we'd use that that phrase with regard to the Supreme Court, uh, because the Supreme Court is supposed to be above politics, above money. But it's not. Uh, you you know the the data you just uh, provided us is exact is exactly what's going on. I mean the uh, the Supreme Court nomination fights uh, are all about money. They are as intense as ever. They're more intense, bitterer than ever, and 
unlike the old days, you know, I'm old enough, <laughs> I'm getting old, I remember when Supreme Court justices were put there by presidents, uh, and even though the presidents were of one party and of one political ideology and one persuasion, uh, the Supreme Court justice they put there would, go, would drift in the other direction. That's not the case anymore. These people are hard right. Uh, and Trump knew exactly what he was doing, sadly, and uh, and also George W. Bush when he put these right wingers on. Right. And you've been talking a lot about what it means to be, you know, a Republican these days. And you and I have talked on these clutches about the hearings and the fact that the big lie is being shown to have been even bigger. Right. And that's what you and I see. And I think a lot of people who are probably listening today. But what are what are Republicans on average, do you think, thinking and doing as this hearing is happening or not? Well, doing? It's, it's, it really is a good question, Heather. And I I wrote a, a Substack piece on that this week. Uh, my little investigation showed me that the Republican Party is as steadfast behind the big lie as ever, even though the hearings are are basically exploding the big I mean, anybody who's who's paying any attention to the hearings at all sees that the, there was nothing to the election stolen mythology that Trump came up with. In fact, even his attorney general, even in the White House, his own daughter, everybody is telling him there's nothing to this. You can't do this. And election officials around the country and in the Justice Department, people are saying, no, 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 you can't do this. It doesn't matter. The Republican Party is still, in fact, it is more dependent on and more uh, into the big lie than ever before. Uh, and I'm not sure it can ever come out of it. I mean, it's funders, it's it's billionaire funders are still pushing uh, big lie candidates. Uh, it's, right. uh, it's 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 appointees. Uh, it's candidates uh, who have have won uh, the Republican nominations for all sorts of offices around the country. Uh, they are all pushing the big lie. Uh, I think it's now... right. And you're talking about Peter Thiel and others, right? Yes, it's it's become. Uh, really part of the orthodoxy of the Republican Party. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I think the party, frankly, has lost all moral authority to be a governing party in the United States. Right. Maybe and I think a lot of us agree with that. And we will have to see what's uh, what's going to be unfolding. Um, am, I, am, I hearings... being, am I being upbeat this morning? I mean, am I, am I, well, I was going to ask you about down? inflation. You look I was like I'm ask you... really causing more <laughs> anguish. I mean, it's, you know, the coffee's good. Well, may but... I, before I, yes, we can, we can, we like to try to end on upbeat, you and I, but I would be derelict if I didn't ask you about what's happening in terms of inflation and the fact that we keep hearing CNN picket newspapers that wages are one of the reasons or the main reason or a key reason that we have inflation right now. Heather, why are you going after the things that are most causing me heartburn this morning? <laughs> I, I mean, apologize, but I think oh, it's all of us. Well, I think uh, this is another kind of, uh, this is not a Republican conspiracy, uh, but mm. this is a, a kind of corporate conspiracy uh, to blame inflation on, 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 
on wage growth. I mean, there's no sign that this is wage push inflation. Uh, in fact, wages actually are trailing uh, the prices. Prices have been uh, going up faster than wages have been going up. Uh, the, the real culprit here, in addition to uh, issues of supply and demand, I mean, obviously, we have a lot of pent-up demand uh, uh, you know, from the pandemic, and we also have supply problems, and we have Putin's war. Um, uh, but beyond all of that, and, and I think a major, major factor that uh, it's, it, the media doesn't want to talk about, maybe because it's corporate media, uh, is that mm. the corporations, corporate profits are at record levels. And what corporations are doing is they're using, and they have been using inflation as a cover to increase their profits even more. I mean, this is oil companies, this is food companies, this is across the economy. The biggest dominant companies are raising their prices when they don't have to. They're raising the prices uh, higher than the cost of their inputs. Uh, this, every time I say this uh, on the media, people sound surprised or perplexed or, or the, you know, the, this is not information that's getting out. There are a number of studies that are showing this. Right. Costs higher than prices are rising. Prices are, um, prices are rising faster than costs. And right. uh, that's all about profits. And then companies are taking those extra profits. They are buying back shares of stock and they are trying to keep their share prices high. This is a one statistic. Right. It's a, re it's a direct gonna... redistribution from uh, consumers to investors. You had said, um, not only you, but other a number of people are talking about 30 billion in stock buybacks by big oil. Big 30 oil, billion. 30 billion, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so, okay, so I, I think- I'm not depressed you. No. Completely. Many people I mean, do yeah, not, might not know this. I know this. It was your birthday yesterday. So belated happy birthday from all of us. And can are there any highlights? Anything anything festive to report? When you get to be my age, you know, you wanna you wanna forget birthdays. I mean, why do you why do you even bring it up, Heather? Thank oh, you. I apologize. Thank you for bringing it up. But um, you know, I'm getting up there. I I I'm, am I double your age? I think I'm now double no. your age. I think I no, just you're one point seven my age. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yes, uh, the birthday. Uh, well, I got calls from my my family, my sons. Um, my wife took me out to a dinner. Hmm. Uh, all very nice. Oh, that's good. Well, I, for one, am glad you were born. So oh, thank you. You know, that is, I that is so touching. <laughs> thank you. Thank but you. That is the reason I bring it up. Yeah, well, I, I am too. So that makes two of us. And when is your birthday? Your birthday is not for another, what, six months. I don't have birthdays, similar to you. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> anyway. It's, it's weird. Heather, it's a weird it's anomaly. A pleasure, it's a pleasure talking with you this morning. And uh, listen, I'm sorry it's such a drag. This week, I, I, I next time we get together, let's, let, next Saturday, let's, let's really talk about positive news, okay? Okay, we will try. But it's good to be in the trenches with you nonetheless. It's great to be in the trenches with you too. Have a good week. And everybody out there, you have a good week too.